Alright troops, gonna give a quick heads up that what you're about to pipe in your lugs is the glacier ramblings of twa numpties needs us. So I didn't complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the brobrich nicht and nicht and didn't be a fear we're bearing, alright? Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. It's one of the mailbag editions. It's stickity stacked with all of your nickety letter regular letters. All right, whatever. <laughs> Just regular type. Regular type Twitter comments, probably, I, and then also some audio. I thought you were gonna say informer. You know, say that means no go. I go blame. I like it, boom boom now. You know I only Detective know the last him part. Say that means no, me stab someone down the lane. I like it, boom boom down. I could only have said I like it, boom boom down. That's the only part I remember. Informer. Otherwise, I go habity 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 hop. Sorry, comedy 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 comedy. It's not that hard. It's just you know, say daddy me snow me. I go blame. Well, like it, boom boom down. Sure. Detective man, him say daddy me snow me stab someone down the lane. It's not hard. All right. Well, Jim Carrey could do it back in back in the days that we I'm gonna say 1991. The days that we speak of too often now. Yes, those old those old Jim Carrey days. Hey, it's a mailbag. Yeah, did we get any mail, or is it a bummer? We got some. Let's spin all the way back to June first. Uh, we got a uh, we got a tweet from Barry and Shannon Ooh. at Murder We Pod. Oh, at brother date, you encouraged him. So I guess this is the voice of Shannon. Uh, this is a thing that I have trouble with whenever I compose our weekly tweet mm. is I have to remember that I am not tweeting as me. Mm. At the a most, little bit. As, yeah, your tweeting is like you times 1.2 or something. I'm not that different from you. I guess. So that's the true. both of us combined is still pretty close to you. Uh, anyway, they write at brother date, you encouraged him. I blame this all on you. Hmm. So it looks like, uh, Shannon didn't really need a big push to be on board with, uh, with a new murder. She wrote podcast. Although they did choose not to use the name we suggested for them, which was very good as I recall. And also great marketing. Yes. Brother. She date colon. Was there a colon? There was a colon. Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was really good. Sorry, I, I should just say, I'm a, I feel a little bit messed up right now. I had a migraine earlier today, and I'm still recovering. So, yeah. The jokes are you're, never that good, but they are not. They might not make it out of my mouth today. You're migrainey. We've got a fun heat wave here. And oh, yeah. The, uh, the thermometer on the wall I'm looking at says 94 degrees. Ooh. That is indoor. That's good. But so, yeah, that is an outdoor thermometer, correct? It is, it is a garden thermometer. So it might as well be outdoors. I think that's how it works. That is probably what the temperature is outdoors. I could probably at this point open up the windows and uh, no no change. So after well, this. Why uh, why aren't you drinking? 
But we talked about this beforehand. Weren't you going to do uh, the incredibly safe plan of drinking? Oh, I am drinking. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I have a, a 52 fluid ounce bottle of Gold Peak Diet Tea, not a sponsor, <laughs> into which I have decanted a significant quantity of the most appetizing thing I could find in my uh, liquor card catalog, which was Irish Mist Honey Liqueur. It actually worked quite good in the tea. Oh, you got a little bit of boozy honey tea. Yep. Boozy honey tea, by the way. It's featured, good for the pipes. Featured on that Cheyenne record. That's why I sounded so good when I was singing Informer uh, one whole step lower than I should have started it. That's all right. As long as you were able to hit all the notes. That's all no. that matters. No. The problem is when you go, sad, sad, <laughs> shadow. Or the Ruby Tuesday version, whichever you want. Oh, yeah, fine. Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> Nothing worse than someone not getting low enough. Uh, it's really you know, a bummer. Uh, maybe in celebration when Mick Jagger dies. Nah, he's going to outlive both of us. Oh, for sure. Uh, we should do another one of our big music brackets where we just find the worst Rolling Stones song. Mm, just a bracket the of bottom. the worst. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love it. it. It feels like real torture, though. Oh, yeah. Why would we do that to ourselves? Well, here is the thing. I think we discovered during a music project. Uh, well, let's. Uh, that project is grandiose. During a music excursion mm. on a previous mailbag that uh, they're all pretty bad. You're right. No, I, I... This is the idea that I would love someone else to do so I could they're tune in and They're all failing out. to live up to their potential. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's what the Rolling Stones always did. Although, if you watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff in studio... Because of the drugs, they were pretty sure they were nailing it. <laughs> There's this one point. We went to go see um, Sympathy for the, the Devil. Oh, Sympathy for the Devil. Sorry. And um, at one point, Mick Jagger, I believe, is hitting like a tambourine or maybe a bongo. I think it's a bongo. And he uh, he's acting like he has re- like invented a new thing. <laughs> like the way I'm hitting this bongo is so good that people are gonna show this to their kids, and this, this is, is how out, you're gonna learn the bongos. Does from he now say on. out loud like, "If I hit different parts of the bongo, it makes different sounds"? <laughs> no, but he definitely gives would be great. He gives a look the whole time. Like, why isn't anyone commenting on this? Ever? Are you seeing it? Look what I'm doing. Look at me in this bongo. It's unbelievable. Oh, like when Ryan writes in and he's like, oh, "I can't believe Matt did both." Well, back when our theme had lyrics, I can't believe Matt did both parts of the. <laughs> Of the song, and I'm like, I did all of the music. (laughs) You shithead. Yes, I wrote that Alf sound alike in the same way that no one cared about that. No one cared that Mick Jagger was playing this bongo so good. He was getting stiff armed by the rest of the band. He was sure he had done a real good thing, and I thought that's why he's famous, and I'm not. That's why he's famous because you got. I think you got to be pretty sure you're doing just a real good thing. Look how good the thing is that I'm doing. I mean that tracks. Yeah, I don't. I'm you. You blame it on drugs. I'm not sure that that's fair. You've just the irrational confidence that just exists inside of him. Oh, well, you've seen him dance. Sure, <laughs> for sure. I and I'm sure that he's been on drugs all that time too. But like, he sure dances like a man full of confidence. Yeah. You know the expression "dance like nobody's watching." It doesn't quite. It doesn't quite reach the way he dances. No, it's not I, quite enough. I dance alone all the time, and I don't have like 
I don't put one eighth the energy into it that he does. He dances like he has the authority to have anyone who even frowns at him killed. God, there was probably a time. So I, the expression for him, I guess, would be like, um, dance like your Caligula. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that'll, be, really uh, that'll be on the t-shirts we put out <laughs> uh, later this year. <clears throat> uh, without comment... Marjan uh, tweeted us a list of examples for how to pitch to Star Trek.com. Oh, yeah. Which totally. I, got real, I got real excited about for a minute because I thought this was examples about how to pitch an unsolicited episode to Star Trek. <laughs> and I'm like, they're ramping up this Picard series. We the should write this. All vineyardy. And they're going to love my five-episode arc, which is just about the economics of running a vineyard. <laughs> no, it was... Um, I think she's encouraging us, again, totally uninvited. We did not invite these comments <laughs> to, to try to market this pod show. And I said to her when I saw this, you know that 96% of what we say is about how they're hacks and yes. how it's the worst job anyone's ever done on anything, how they should probably be in jail. Yeah, CBS. Oh, they're all is foot not, perverts. CBS is not interested in our takes. Yeah, it's the mo- it's like the least friendly thing you could ever put on StarTrek.com. Our examination of all of the things wrong with Star Trek. Like, I'm going to submit an article that's it, that's titled "Star Trek is Trash," and I should know. I've watched thousands of hours <laughs> of it. Here is the deepest, most cynical dive into Star Trek you'll see this year. Here's like, a hint. They never got anything exactly right. Like if I, I have, if I had a column on MajorLeagueBaseball.com and it was all about how the sport should be banned. <laughs> and about how it was really criminal, how much money these people make, and it's a game no one cares about, even the elderly find it boring. <laughs> and that was my fucking <laughs> column. Like, no, it's not going to work. StarTrek.com is not a match made in heaven for us. What if you did write that column and we submitted it? But uh, in the the title, we put at the end parentheses satire in parentheses, <laughs> but it's just a straight down the down see, the road take. See if it got up there. Yeah, just see if they did it. Maybe some like when somebody was... has a Markov chain, write an academic paper and submits it to one of these for profit oh, yeah, uh, yeah. journals, and they're just like, ah, we fooled you, we got you though. And they're like, did you fool us or did you pay us money? Yeah, because I think it so, worked out exactly who, the way we wanted. Who's fooled? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> Uh, on the 5th, Ryan writes in, at Brother Date, uh, I was going to ask Barry for a definitive pronunciation of Worcestershire, but mm. that probably wouldn't actually work. I mean, I don't know. He's closer to it than me. Uh, yeah, he's closer to all them sh- shires. The one with Bilbo. And the one with Shakespeare. Do you think, do you think it had another name? The sauce? Besides the Shire. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Worcestershire sauce? I don't know. Oh, I know Ryan calls a woo-woo sauce. Oh. I wish he wouldn't. That's like no-no juice. Well, oh, no-no juice! <laughs> well, is it? <laughs> woo-woo sauce? I don't know. I think it's pretty close. Um, The Shire? Yeah, I have no idea. You know that's not my, that's not my universe. I'm not deep into it. I should know. Yeah, you're the one who should I know. I feel like that's something I you, ought to know. You read the rigmarole or whatever it's called. <laughs> I read it twice. 
Slytherin. I don't know what it's called. You know what's called the Silmarillion. Silmarillion? Yeah, they've been named after the Silmarils, the uh, great elven jewels. The uh, the Silm the are those the elves who outlawed the worship of Talos? Uh, damn it! <laughs> if this had been in the quiz two weeks ago, <laughs> I would have failed. Uh, I mean, they're the Thalmor, but ah, there you go. <clears throat> yeah. By the way, I'm playing. What as do a, you do I'm playing as a super you... good wood elf, and I am like, I do not care about the politics of Skyrim because I'm a wood elf. So I'm just passing through Dragonborn. Yeah. None of this is for you. Yeah. Uh, but what do you do when you encounter uh, two or three of those Thalmor leading a prisoner around? Kill them. Yeah. Fucking chop them up real good. Yeah, is that because you want their glass armor? No, I sell their dumb robes. <laughs> their robes are worth 410 gold and I sell them. That's it. That's actually kind of a lot. That's what I'm saying. Something you pull off of a dead body. And since I never play as a mage, the robes are worthless to me. Their zero defense is not like how sucky is it? You get, if you're a mage, you get zero defense. Uh, all the robes I've, are shit. They all have zero defense, and then they have special abilities. My very first ever playthrough of Skyrim, uh, I did two things wrong. One, I did, I did pick uh, a a Breton. Mm. What are those guys? Yep. Uh, and I played him as a mage. Ugh. And this is a character that's not really good at anything. Right. And then also, I had not discovered difficulty levels. <laughs> right. Uh, I was having a real hard time. I got one of those random quests where you had to go... Uh, what's the one for the college where you go to get the books, and it's in the castle with those, like, uh, flame Atronax and stuff? Oh, well, I mean, I don't remember the name of that specific quest, but that guy gives out a lot of quests to find books. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I had about 10 runs at it, and every time, first of all, Lydia was busting my stealth, as usual. Yeah, don't bring a fucking... If you're going to play as a stealthy, you can, like, never bring a, a companion along. Yeah. And then I would just... I just was getting wiped. So, uh, I just started a different character. I got lots of ideas for my next character. This always happens. I get... I, I think get, I still have that save, actually. I get a little bit in to my character, and then I go, oh, here's how I'd like to play my next one. So that's why I do the same missions 50 times in a row. Anyway. <clears throat> uh... On the 7th, Ryan writes, at Brother Date, Rambo didn't kill thousands of people, only 503. Okay, so they must have said so either in that movie or the next one, how many he killed? Because that's very specific. I mean, yeah, I don't... Well, and he's got only in quotes, so... Now, what I want to know is whether he had to look it up. (laughs) Or if you remembered it offhand. Or whether he's like, uh, I've got Rambo pretty much on lock. (laughs) It's just such an insane movie. I don't know how you could make a follow. How could you make a second one? The first one's so baffling. Again, I think a guy spits at him or something, and then he just murders everyone in town. He just kills everybody. And yeah. then we're gonna we're gonna come back and do more movies with this guy because now he's gonna kill some Asians or something. He's not nice. No, he's not. He's kind of a real fucking jerk. And sometimes he has to go save Julia Nixon. You know her, Anson Liansu. Oh, uh, uh, she she plays a Vietnamese of some kind that he has to go help. And uh, it's not good because she doesn't have an accent and she puts on maybe the worst ever racist Asian accent. Well, Lian Su does not sound like a uh, Vietnamese name to me. And neither does Julia Nixon. 
Mm. <laughs> her real name. Mm. And it's like, I get that she's... Well, uh, that's a, I think that's her married name, actually. I get that she's an Asian, but, like, she don't have an accent, and apparently she's not good at it. So, like, you're gonna need to find someone. But they didn't. They used her. Um, did they change the angle of the bridge chairs? Because I can picture... Uh, her episode it's a great oh, episode fucking riding the whip a ghost go, ghost riding the whip yeah she's down so low yeah she's like real hunched over and also i think uh everyone's complaint was that the spandex uniforms pulled their shoulders forward so she's like real hunchy <laughs> that's not that's not good you didn't design them right that's bad posture it is that's why well they everyone hated those uniforms you want the special you want the uniform designed to pull your shoulders back and give you good posture right uh but then, like, when you think about season six or whatever, like, Data's pretty upright. Rolaren's pretty upright. Yeah, I think Did so. Did they change the angle of those chairs? Well, they must have. I, I remember people being pretty laid back in those chairs, but maybe they were hunched over. I don't know. What was the 50-year-old guy always doing? Is he a hunchy or is he a uh, sitting upright kind of guy? You know, the 50-year-old crewman or whoever. I know. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I anyway, that's just my memory of it. Mm. Uh, on the 8th, Ryan writes in, at brother date, uh, Razor was the best. I mean, Razor was fine. It, you could play Snake on it. What do you want? Did it make phone calls? It did make phone calls. And, you're pretty, and you're you could fine. send texts and everything. Alright, that seems good. It was the uh, older times, yeah, I, dude. You didn't need a lot. Yeah, it was fine. It was, um... It was, like, almost a square when it was closed, which mm-hmm. was a weird choice. But, Yeah. Uh, there was no Star Trek timelines to play back then. No. There was no uh, Animal Crossing po- Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp, yeah. <clears throat> Pocket Camp, you couldn't play that. Nope, you couldn't play that. You couldn't play... Uh, fi- fi- what's the fi- Final Fantasy... Mm, record fifth- Keeper. Record Keeper. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't played that in a very long time. Well, that game was wild garbage. Yeah. Uh, or that Romance of the Three Kingdoms game we briefly played. Whatever that one was called. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> well, you definitely played it. We I'm had conversations sure about it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look in the chat. I'm going to find a chat. Oh, that'll not, that won't be possible. We had way too much Three Kingdoms talk. Yeah, yeah it's, that's not going to be. It's not so I was like, I'm going to look up Southtown. It's like, nah, it's not going to do it. Uh, How did that game work? It worked the same way. Did they you all like work. capture a province? It, was there like you could capture different provinces and by, by taking cities? I mean, probably. It was a war game. Yeah. Anyway, they couldn't play any of those back in the olden times on your razor. But it had like different campaigns for different people that you could unlock. Except I never yes, did. Me neither. Right. Well, we didn't okay. play very long because it wasn't that good. That was not a good game. It had many flaws. For one thing, the difficulty level ramped up very suddenly. That uh, the that tends to be the case with the uh, free-to-play games. Yeah. Because they wanted you to spend money. Uh, also on the 8th, Ryan writes, At Brother Date, I put my wallet in my front pocket for long drives and close crowds. Which I think is probably the name of a country record. God, it's gotta be. Uh, Statler Brothers, probably? Oh. Yeah, it could be. Those are the two guys who heckle on the Muppet Show. <laughs> yep, I know. Yep, I know them well. George and Eugene Statler. 
Eugene, right? Uh, it's probably Eugene. Somebody actually probably does know the name of those Muppets. Someone tell us. Oh, no. One of them is named Waldorf, and the other one is named... Astoria. It might be Statler with a D. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. Is that why you said that? Yeah. Do you think I guessed? I thought you were just making a weird joke about how those guys sound like they might be called the Stadler Brothers. Oh, man, Waldorf you're right. And Hey, no, you got it. It's Stadler. Oh. Which Muppet is Stadler? I like this question. <laughs> that is a good question. Is it? Uh, it's the tall one. All right, there you go. It's the one who doesn't look like... Um, this is the guy who's the, the diabetes commercials. Jesus Christ. I'm uh, turning into an old man. Will, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. That's Waldorf. Ah, okay. The Statler Brothers. They got that famous song, um... Uh, Bed of Roses. Nailed it. Okay. Nailed it! I'll also, give it to you. important to know they were a mainstay on the Nashville Network. You remember TNN. I do remember TNN. Yeah. Um... They had a weekly variety But also, show. that uh, that song is in either Grand Theft Auto 4 or Grand Theft Auto 5, and I don't remember which. I think it's a San Andreas. No. All the way back to San Andreas? I is think, on K-Rose? I think it's on K-Rose. Okay. That seems on the nose, but I think it is. I did have all my exes live in Texas going through my head earlier. <laughs> George Strait. Earlier this very day. Well, there's so much wordplay happening. Like Sweet uh, Eileen down in Abilene. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but now, who now lives in Temple? Dimples. Dimples. Who now yeah, lives that's in not. Temple. That's, that's your nickname for her. That's yeah. not good. It's not great. Uh, that he didn't... Oh, well, he, I didn't say he was really good at it. He just did it a lot. A lot of wordplay. Uh, I'm sorry. Did uh, Sweet Eileen down in Abilene want him to push her broom? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, Matthew, why you hang your hat in Tennessee? I didn't really have much of a choice. There's nothing in that about Vanderbilt, is there? No. And nowhere in the songs you say, I didn't really have much of a choice. But that's true. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. That's what's, that's what's true about this. If we want to talk about my truth, and my reality, we want to be really real. I didn't have a choice, son! Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know the name of that character. Let's just assume it is George Strait himself. This is an autobiographical song. Hmm. You think it might be time for him to take a look in the mirror? <laughs> Boy. He's got a lot of exes that he doesn't want to be in the same state as. Boy, if only, if only any of these, if only any of these problematic men had ever looked in the mirror. I mean, just get like, just get a tiny amount of self awareness and be like, why do I not even want to be in the city of Abilene? <laughs> That's right. What? What did I do to Eileen? Yeah. Uh, I forget. Uh, I don't think Dallas and Houston come up in that. No, song, it's all they? small towns. I think it's all a bunch of small towns. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, I guess in a small town you run into a lot of people who know you as part of a couple or whatever. But like, um, yeah, if you all just, the way to Tennessee. Yeah, you could just you put go some to states in between them. If you just lived in Dallas Metroplex, I think you'd be okay. I would think so. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, on the 8th, Ryan writes, at brother date, there's still one by my house. I think that must be Wiener Schnitzel. I think there's a Wiener Schnitzel over in his neck of the woods. Because we had talked about a lot of them are, that moved out of the Bay Area or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, there's, listen, the, the one on Bascom next to what used to be Tower Records and is now a pet food store is still there. Mm-hmm. Hell, I, even the, uh, 
I think there's one still in either in Milpitas or Fremont too. Even the Taco Bravo next door is still there. Oh, there you go. Um, although Gross. the Fresh Choice did recently close down. <laughs> you know the uh, when we moved in in Fremont in 2012, not Fremont in Mountain View in 2012, there was a there was a Sizzler <laughs> on El Camino. Uh huh. But within six months, it had closed. And I think a lot of places like that. Did you eat all you could before it happened? We went there once because Marjan's dad likes it. Uh, well, I let me been, say this. He thought he liked it. I haven't been to Sizzler as an adult, I'm pretty sure. That may have been the only time for me, too. Yeah, uh, again, you, you've had those situations, I'm sure, where you thought you liked something. Yeah. And then you have it and you go, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. Who said sure, I like this? I'm sure if I went to that... Uh, a and W, that's a also a KFC over at uh, uh, Bascom and Camden, hmm. and I went in there and uh, convinced someone to make me a chimichanga, a thing they used to sell oh at A and W. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's nasty, <laughs> but did I like it in sixth grade when I was walking home from Campbell Middle School with Andy Baumgartner? Yes, I did. I've never even heard of Andy Baumgartner. <laughs> yeah, he was not did not end up being a big presence in my life. That but is he lived a, on our street. Yeah, deep cut. By the way, it was Rosanna down in Texarkana who wanted him to push her broom. Well, what happened with in Abilene? Uh, sweet Eileen and Abilene, she forgot I hung the moon. The fuck does that mean? That must be some kind of hick speak. I don't fucking know. Uh, Allison's in Galveston somehow lost her sanity, and Dimples, who now lives in Temple, got the law. Got the law for looking for him. Yeah, he really <laughs> should. Why is that, buddy? Yep. <laughs> I hope they find you. I hope you go to jail. So doesn't have a verse about how he had to straighten her out. Um, he's. I guess he. He. I guess the second verse he doesn't do any of that wordplay anymore. So that's okay then. It's just the one verse of the wordplay. No, he, I don't think he ever meets back up with her. I kind of. It kind of shits me that we've been waiting so long for a Grand Theft Auto Six because they just discovered that they could keep selling like. DLC planes and cars to the idiots who play multiplayer. Yep. Because I'm about ready for another curated country station. I think I'm ready too. I haven't given it much thought. I think because I spent so much time waiting for RDR2. So that sort of kept my my interest that, boy, that, that that was on the horizon. Boy, did I bounce off of that, huh? Yeah, you did not play that. I played it a lot and then I went I on vacation. Like four hours total. And what happens when that ha- when I sp- spend like a week not playing it is I never want to play it again. <laughs> I discovered I, one like leg hanging from a bridge with a blood stain leading away, yep. and I was like, "This game's too big." You were about never, to about to get into that mystery, and you're like, "I'm never going to close the books on this fucking mystery. <laughs> I'm never going to find dinosaur bone number two to send to this lady." Right. Yeah, that um, it introduced again. I stopped playing in January. And um, I had already started like 75 different side quests. So there's a lot there if we ever go back. And it is expertly made. Uh, yeah, I believe it. It's a wonderful uh, game. Do you know what I, do you know what I think really upset me was uh, on that mission in town mm. after you uh, after I accidentally killed the guy in the whorehouse? <laughs> yep. I did the same I, thing. I couldn't remember how to fight and I accidentally knifed him. I did the same uh, thing. 
And then uh, that guy who knew about my past spotted me, and I had to steal a horse and chase him down. And then I got a prompt that's like, you can return this horse, but then I could never find the fucking owner of the horse. It's weird that this all happened to me. So I have two, I just had two horses and it's like the second one, I tried to leave it in distant parts of the map oh, and it would just show yeah. up. It just come back. Yeah. So many times I had a random horse just come up and want to hang out with me and my other horse. Why is this it's horse like, so uh, fucking loyal? Why is it so needy is the question. I got rid of you. Go away. I stole it on one mission. Couldn't find its owner. Tried to get rid of it a dozen times. I'm not going to lie. I killed a horse because of that. Oh, did you Once. just run it off a of train tracks or something? I shot it in the head. Okay. <laughs> no, the time my horse got killed by the train, I was very sad because I loved that horse. Oh, it's different. <sighs> then when I went out to no. collect the saddle on the train tracks, the train came again. And you kept accidentally telling me things that meant I would never play it. Where you'd be like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I'm just I've just been out hunting, just trying to get, oh, yeah, <laughs> just trying to get a perfect pelt or oh, whatever." For sure, I got a, I did a lot of pelt sourcing. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I remember the time in Grand Theft Auto V I ran that uh, triathlon for 30 <laughs> actual Earth minutes of just mashing the B button. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's X, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Gotta love Katie, it. Katie was just like standing there looking at me like, are you really going to do this? And I was like, yes, well, I'm doing I've this. I've been doing it for 12 minutes, so I'm not going to stop now. Please don't leave me. That's right. <laughs> I know it seems like I don't have the right amount of desperation because I'd turn this off if I did, but I really do. I am desperate. Don't leave me. <laughs> I'm a slave to this. Don't question it. Um. Then uh, uh, also on the 8th, Ryan writes, uh, both to us and to Shannon, mailbagging without context from far behind is quite fun, though. And she responded, that's your specialty. I didn't want to steal your gimmick. Uh, but he's not far behind. All of this stuff was stuff we talked about last week. Yeah, he's got to be pretty much caught up. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't watched, uh, listened to the Star Trek, but, like, who could blame him? Yeah, and then to close it out, he uh, he writes, Did I eat my chili too aggressively for you? No, but you know what I think of your chili eating, and you did come <laughs> and eat chili in front of me. Aggressively. And don't worry, I noticed. That's right. Yeah, he ate it right in your fucking face. That's the mailbag, but uh, as usual, we have the mailbag sister segment, so let's fucking dive in. Earbuds out. Now, call me Bobby. Particularly right before the end, it seems very out of time. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm ready when you are. Hello again, and uh, thank you very much for uh, another week or two's worth of uh, entertainment. And uh, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed the um, sweets and treats and drinks, or at least uh, I'm glad that you uh, tried them all. Um, I'm, I'm astonished at some of the uh, some of the opinions there that uh, the chocolate was not. Uh, on par, even with Hershey's, um, I think something's gone terribly wrong with the chocolate, if if that's the case. But um, uh, I don't know, man. When was the last time you actually ate a piece of Hershey's chocolate? Uh, Halloween. Not long enough, for sure. D- 
did you eat a fun size one that someone brought in? Uh, you work from home mostly. Yeah, no, I'm sure I've eaten some recently, and it tasted like bile like it always does. Bile's the main ingredient of Hershey's chocolate. We all know it. But it's just like, um, if you want chocolate, any grocery or drugstore has better chocolate than Hershey's chocolate. Oh, yeah. Here. Like, it's not hard to find a, you know, a 55% cacao, sea yep. salt, and almonds chocolate bar in thick paper and foil you know what i'm talking about a sure. fancy chocolate just go you to trader joe's walgreens i mean you could but if you go to trader joe's you get a good selection of decent chocolate bars you're good yeah that's true too uh, so i think i did say that they were better than hershey's but also not very good okay <laughs> this is what i remember i listen maybe uh i think i don't think there were any chocolate products left in round two that could be. Um, so I think one of the I think one of the Cadburys we didn't get to. Oh, uh, and Cadbury. also the kin- also the Kinder Surprise Egg. Yes, that's right. Looking at my pages of notes here. Yes, I have notes as well. So we will resume that uh, probably in our next segment. Maybe it is just again a case of what you grew up with. Um, the uh, I would agree with you though that the uh, Tarts tea cakes are the. Uh, are likely to be the best thing, um, especially since they're Scottish. Um, so it gets an extra bonus point there. Um, I wanted to, as always, address the questions that come up. Uh, I think you could, both between you two, you, you uh, when I mentioned about riding the train and and, and almost churn out jizz, uh, indeed it does mean the same thing. Uh, but the trains, I gather, then are, are very different. Uh, Probably due to the fact that people actually, pretty much everyone uses them uh, every day, since it's really the only way to get around London. Um, most people in London are on cars, and driving in London is an absolute mess. So uh, maybe given the trains are used so much, that they tend to be a bit more uh, clean, well-maintained. They have their own police service who are relatively diligent at responding to aggressive and abusive behavior so perhaps that's the uh, difference i don't think I've, I've ridden a light rail in the u.s but never uh never much of a train mm. uh, since we're always driving well new york city and boston both have dedicated subways that millions of people ride all the time and they are <clears throat> a real problem yeah and the same is true of the bart um there is a big difference definitely between uh get riding on bart and riding on Caltrain. Yes. They are so different Caltrain entities. Is, is the actual train that he describes, although it never, ever leaves a populated area. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I guess between here and Gilroy, it does. Does it go uh, that far? Uh, every fourth train goes to Gilroy, something wow. like that. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, about half of them end at, uh, at Deridon and uh, another quarter end right over here at Tamian near my house, which I think is where I would get on. Because I assumed there would be no need for that. Who's riding the train yeah. down to Gilroy? It's a few specific trains a day um, for commuters who are going all the way to Gilroy. Yes. Um, but it is, you know, it's a, a big full-sized diesel locomotive train. Um, but it is mostly full of tech people commuting. And I would say that the number two category is nurses who work at Stanford. Sure. Hospital. Mm -hmm. So it is quieter, cleaner, less full of a homeless person with a bunch of carts shouting at people. Right. 
uh, whereas BART, which runs uh, under San Francisco and across the bay up into Oakland, Con- Concord, Richmond, and then sort of down the uh, East Bay side, mm-hmm. is more full of crazies. It does have its own police also. They killed that guy. You may remember that. Do you remember that movie? The Ooh. movie about when they killed that guy. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, but we... I think that there is more to it than everybody takes the train because uh, yeah. your experience with the tea was was pretty different. I often had wild, wild experiences on the Boston tea. I mean, I would I would always take the last red line train back from the newspaper when I worked as a sports writer. So, like one a.m. approximately, and it would it would go back into Boston. And there were multiple times where the train stopped for a while, all the doors opened, and then we just watched as, in our like a real farce, as police chased people in and out of the trains. <laughs> just for whatever reason, those people were wanted by the police and were doing a try to a train escape. Uh, uh, to go with the usual crazies and homeless and smells and sounds and various things. It was on the bus where that guy showed me his Colt Anaconda. Yep. <laughs> Where he big feck I got on the bus. He, I you could not miss the gun because a Colt Anaconda is the size of four guns. That's a huge that's a huge revolver, right? It's an insane revolver that should never have been manufactured. There's no reason that it exists. And he had Wendy's cheeseburgers and he inhaled one in one bite. Looked over at me and I oh man, you must be hungry, huh? And he went, <laughs> you must be hungry. Yeah, that's right. You're all right. And then he's like, you looking at my gun? And I went, well, I can't miss it. And he went, here, take a look at it. And he pulled it out. And he was just showing it off in the back of the bus. And I was like, that's a big gun. He's like, that's a big gun. You got it. And then I got off at the next stop because I wasn't playing around. <laughs> Did you say loudly? Well, this is me. <laughs> this is definitely my stop. Yeah, I'm not messing around with the guy with the Colt Anaconda who is I definitely free to wave it in. around financial center yep that's me i live here i live i live in one of these condos up here <laughs> damn it <laughs> never getting home yeah i definitely live at city hall Jesus. <laughs> it's a new program they got it's affordable housing i sleep in city hall it's not a big deal they have good uh archways to sleep <laughs> under uh yeah uh that's Definitely nothing that crazy ever happened to me taking public transit, but I was mostly taking the bus in San Jose. So, yeah. when San Jose was a one of the safer cities, mm-hmm. I mean, one time a guy did turn to me on the bus, despite the fact that I was pretending to read. A, I can't actually read on the bus because I get very motion sick if I do, but I can hold a book open in front of me. <laughs> a great act. And a guy turned to me and said, "Do you like to record?" Oh, God. I remember this. And uh, I didn't know what that meant. So I just said, uh, no, not really. <laughs> he said, mm. <laughs> and DVD recordable's not for you. <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen with an NPC in a video game. That is the uh, level Japanese of conversation. Video game. Yes. Well, yeah, uh, we don't make games like that. That's in... Uh, that's in video eight of the oral history of the translation of Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now, if you there's some real deep context, if you really know Japanese, what he's really asking. Uh, let's get back to it. Okay. 
in one there, given it was a car country. On the uh, your uh, uh, Schadenfreude enjoyment of my um, both bleeding for the art of building computer boxes and then equally having a little spot of oil squirted on me every time. <laughs> uh, you're right. I mean, they, you know, they. Sorry, it's still funny to think it's of it happening. Hurt. To think of it happening maybe hundreds of times is <laughs> still funny. Uh. <laughs> uh. They're just taking it. Oh, of course, it's your job. Just taking it. Just be like, You're the new guy. I guess this is the job. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy who shows up on his first day complaining. I guess I'll just take this oil. Gene clearly isn't functioning properly if oil's leaking out, but uh, it was a, a comically awful feeling. Um, it was a... An interesting thing I thought of working on the uh, mechanical press, um, though, was that the, the job, you, essentially you didn't go home until you had made a certain number of boxes, um, which was you know, a fairly brutal pace uh, for people, given that you know, a lot of people that were there were temporary or, or, or short-term workers, things like that. And so um, we eventually figured that well, didn't take long really that when they come round at the end of the night to see if you've finished enough boxes yet or you're going to have to keep going for free um, because you're paid per box really rather than hourly uh, the uh, people who would come round the four, four, four men of the factory they calculated the number of boxes not by counting how many boxes had been made because that would be a bit time consuming but because the uh, machines had a simple click counter every time the press went down it incremented and that's what they looked at to see whether you had made boxes. It didn't take as long, given that we weren't being paid much and it was a horrible, horrible conditions, to figure that if you started the press coming down and then you touched the the uh, the sort of bars around the side, it would stop because it figured somebody was falling into the press, but the counter would still increment. <laughs> so whenever the management weren't there, you would just rapid fire the press a uh, hundred or so times. To increment your numbers up and without having to make the requisite amount of boxes. Hey, you said you made a hundred, but I just counted them. It was easy. There were seven. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Did you really make a hundred? Because I see seven. Uh, sorry, six. I miscounted. I see six boxes. That's... Yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess there were not cameras. I guess not. Because otherwise, you'd be real easy to solve the the issue of, uh, and he's gonna go on to describe oh. why he doesn't feel bad about this. But, uh, yeah, this is really easy to scam. I also love the idea that hey, if we do a thing that the press thinks is not safe, rapidly over and over again, <laughs> we can stick it to these guys who are uh, who are uh, treating us essentially like. Uh, indentured servants all we have to do is risk our lives and we can we can get out of here 45 minutes earlier i don't need 10 fingers how often do i use the pinky on my left hand come on i mean i was just looking at that that's the exact one i was looking at of course that's the one you'd get rid of i don't need this fucker i mean right now i don't need him i'll just chop him off now pull a running lot I needed to hit the control key when i'm wasdying i guess i can't get rid of that one i'm a i'm a pecker Oh, this is, well, first of all, of course, and second of all, this is why you can't play uh, keyboard can't. games. I certainly use a controller. never learned how to play them well. They are aggravating to me. Maybe because they require that you know how to type, and that's not a skill I had time for. Oh. 
Just busy, uh, you know? Learning life. Uh, I have found that the kind of games where you have to do a lot of keyboard inputs, you don't generally also have to look at the screen constantly. That's good. So I I should just play them and look at the keyboard? I mean, I guess. Okay. <laughs> like, you can, you can maybe move your eyes up and down. Is this game any good? I don't know. When you drive, where do you look? Do you not look around? Oh, I learned how to drive. Oh, okay. Didn't learn how to type. That was the only problem. Were you... This is an interesting... I, I definitely had a typing class in, like, sixth grade. I don't think I had a typing class. I think sometimes in certain classes you would have a day where you did, like, a Mavis Beacon It might have just been called Computers. The class might have just been called Computers, and it probably was mostly playing Oregon Trail. I remember what I think was a computer class where my friend Ira very slowly downloaded single naked lady images <laughs> over the crappy old dial-up over and over and over again. Man, can you imagine if you went back in time just saying to saying to a kid, that's nothing. <laughs> in, uh, in 2019, if you see one picture of a naked lady, you're going to be mad. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, what's this for? Don't waste my time with this. I got Bing. This isn't even 720? Come on. <laughs> That's right. Just trying to give me this low-res single image. That's really what I remember about computer class. Just that. Just Ira. <laughs> just... Ira very slowly and like acting like he was doing the coolest thing. And even in the moment, us going, yeah, look, we don't got time for this. I'm sure at some point in our lives we'll see naked people. This is not worth this much time. Did he have a specific thing? Mm. Was it like celebrities? Or? Oh yeah, he loved the celebrities, and I'm just gonna say it because I'm allowed to say it. He wanted to see the black celebrities. Oh yeah, it was like, um... oh man, I don't know even know why I remember this. This is so specific. He wanted to look at. There was a picture of Tony Braxton. He was trying to look at, which seems like it was clearly fake. It must be a fake. Her head spliced onto someone's body. Hold on. But, man, I totally Fake remember detective. this. It's weird. I haven't thought about this in a very long time. Tony, that's with an I? Uh, yeah, probably. Braxton. Unbreak my heart. All that. Celebrity fakes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Bing. You did it again, Bing. Seafake.com uh, does have eight images of Tony Braxton. Well, I don't know if cfake.com existed back then. I'm not sure no, what no. he was looking I'm at. I'm looking specifically for fakes. I think he was looking at some Alta Vista searches. <laughs> uh, this like one that. looks like a Topps playing card, which is how you know it's real. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Oh, these are very poor quality fakes. Oh, man, I totally... That's weird. I had not thought about that in a very long time. I wish well, I good. didn't have to think about it anymore. Good. Good for him for branching out a little. Oh, yeah, no, we were uh, definitely impressed by um, how inclusive he was being with the nudity. Not just, not just trying to look for, uh, Jesus, I don't have time, a year in mind. Mm, Let's just say Britney Spears. Oh, God, yeah, there probably were some of those fakes around, huh? Um, but we, again, we didn't care. We were like, look, bro, I gotta, I gotta get going. <laughs> I'm not staying here for this. I'm not gonna sit here and wait for this thing to download. <laughs> have fun, though. Let me let me know if let me know if the titties look good. I guess yeah, that's right. Tell me about those titties later. All right, buddy. Peace. Good job. 
Uh, I feel like we have gone we, off the. We rails, branched out. Yeah, let's get back to it. Uh, so that that was uh, that was the small joy that I got from it. To, um, the whole thing was really a bit of a scam because the guy who owned the box manufacturing plant, his wife owned a recruitment agency, and the government would essentially give her recruitment agency money for placing people in employment so that they would come on to the shortest definition of employment contract and then they would let everyone go or the vast majority of the people in the factory go after a few weeks um like a month or so so you would work for a month and that's the after that you would start accruing paid time off so they would just let go two-thirds of the factory and then hire them back again and get another bonus from the government for keeping people off of unemployment. Uh, so, you know, it was dreadful abuse and just an awful, awful place to work. Uh, but obviously, you know, and objectively, very funny to see someone suffering like that. So, you know, I... I, I... Yeah, hold on, I had to think about it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> fucking oil. <laughs> I, I don't love human misery. Like, if I see a video or a gif of uh, someone falling down on their butt real hard, it just hurts my butt. You go, oh, tailbone! Not, it's not funny to me at all. Yeah. Um, but that one gets me, and I don't know why. There's something just so... It really is... It really is uh, schadenfreude in the... Probably in the original sense. <laughs> That's right. In the original German. Yeah. That's the way I use it. Uh, the um, do you do you remember when you worked briefly at Long's Drugs, mm-hmm. and you had kind of a shifty manager? Yeah, the one who taught me about reverse shrinkage. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember that guy. He thought I was going to be like his star pupil. He didn't realize I did definitely didn't want to work there more than two months. Uh, do you think if he listened to this show before he got to this part where we were calling him out, obviously, um he would uh, be kicking himself that he couldn't have cooked up a scheme like that. Oh, a government-aided scheme where he was getting... A government-aided scheme where you fire someone every month? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he did famously tell me that if you... Well, one, uh, the very obvious thing, if you get a pack of something and you just break it up into its individual components and you sell them individually, you can make way more money. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He's like, you know, out of every store in the state, this is the only one with a negative shrinkage rate shrinkage describing uh, shoplifting and other loss of product the only store in the state that somehow was bringing in more money than it was supposed to based on the product sold <laughs> and he was uh, very proud of that and i just looked at him and i was like so why aren't you in jail it seems <laughs> like you should be in jail like what how do you describe? I mean, what goes on at the 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 meetings with your higher ups? Like, are you just like? So I've discovered a new kind of fraud. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. You asked me last time not to call it fraud. Uh, again, we're we're using the good term, reverse shrinkage. I've discovered a new way to to boost our shrinkage numbers. <laughs> yeah, the guy was a a little Hitler too. He had a Hitler's haircut and mustache, but he was blonde. Oh. Uh, so he was a deputy Jim Dangle? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you had yourself a Dangle? And he was sure. He was like, finally, I found the kid who's going to fucking run this show after I become president 
of Walgreens, Longs, whatever it was. Teach him all my secrets, and one day he will be the assistant manager of Longs Drugs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, not the worst job I ever had. I do miss. Uh, I do miss when there used to be a Longs Drugs, and also when there used to be a Thrifty. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember Thrifty. Then it became Rite Aid. And it became Rite Aid, Rite Aid became but at CVS. certain ones, at certain ones, you could still get thrifty branded ice cream. I remember when we because they used to have that ninety nine cent scoop, you know, cylindrical scoop. When we were kids, you used to be able to get it for a quarter or thirty five yeah. cents, maybe. God, yeah, man. we're old as anything. Oh my god, <laughs> we're so fucking old. Just so old. Walk down to thrifties next to the Winchell's Donuts. Oh yeah, before there was even a Blockbuster, probably, probably. Get that, get that quarter ice cream. Uh, and I, I actually have memories of walking down the street before they'd repainted all the buildings on Lexington, the brown paint. Oh, yeah. Well, that's nostalgia for you. Dog, we grew up in the 80s. It's bad. Yeah, it's old. We're old and it's bad. Yeah. Uh, had it happened to other people, I would have been laughing right along there. I'd laugh, uh, I think even that, uh, reflecting uh, on it happening to me. Does, uh, <laughs> a musical... Uh, Brand, uh, while he plays the saw, uh, should be General Saws. Uh, I would have thought it would have been better to be Hot Sauce. Uh, I think Hot Sauce would have been uh, much more, uh, much more. Yeah, but it was based on the comment that any kind of saw would do. Just any, just generals. People, just some people, just played general general saws. Right. That's why I said uh, general saws. Also, I'm gonna let you in on it. Mm. In uh. In American English, it's hot sauce. Not the hot emphasis sauce. On hot. We never put the emphasis on sauce. It's like the one mistake Hugh Laurie makes in-house, and it's right in the pilot. Mm, yeah. Is when he says something about something something looks like tomato sauce. And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> nope everyone it's in, tomato sauce. In, in real life, everyone in the room would go, fuck's up with that guy? What the hell? Did he say tomato sauce? Do you suppose that guy's a serial killer? <laughs> Did you hear the way he said tomato sauce? That's wild. I bet he is on heroin. Yeah, like there's something fucking wrong with this guy. They wouldn't have waited for all his hijinks. They would have known from fucking moment one. Uh, yeah, we were uh, watching he, we were watching an episode of the new Black Mirror s- season. Okay, and, I've never uh, seen any of them. They often do things like that where they're American characters, but then they some of the dialogue just doesn't quite make it. You just go. Uh, yeah, no, that's right. This isn't... These are I not know, Americans. I, I don't know what it is with that one in particular, but it's uh, it seems like it's invisible. Like, uh, even even uh, British actors who are pretty good mm-hmm. at doing an American accent slip up on that one. It's like they don't hear it. I'll tell you one of the more obvious ones. Anything. Oh, yeah. Hear that, that one. All the time, apparently, they have a fucking uh, blind spot for it. It's always well, it's an- like anything. People from certain parts of the country don't distinguish between, of this country, I should say, don't distinguish between the vowel sounds and the word pin and pen. Sure. Like, the, and it's not just that they say them the same, but like they don't hear the difference. Right. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Anything is a dead giveaway. We yep. really like the E sound in that word. Yeah, and us, the ass sound really. Yeah, for us, for some reason, it's it's anything. It's not. It's never. We never slur that part. It's never yeah. anything. 
Um, it, it's also that is an ng word where we don't tend to drop the g. Yeah, I mean, I guess probably in this part of the country there are people who might. I don't know. Maybe there are yeah, people. Ma- here yeah, like, maybe. But like even out here, you wouldn't think it was weird if someone said nothing. Right. Which is the opposite of anything. But if someone said anything, you'd. That would be Again, wild. Another, it sounded wild to me when I just yeah. said it. Be another one of those moments where you go, "What the fuck's up with that person?" We're definitely reporting them to the police, right? For That's sure. A fucking alien or a spy or something. <laughs> yep. That's like, uh, that's akin to sure. listening to Christmas music all year round. That's what that would be. I don't know. Is that a reference to something? Yeah, my friend Enzo, <laughs> who I'm still sure is probably a serial killer. I'm mo- I'm mostly sure. There is no way you have a friend named Enzo. Oh, yeah, that's just another part of it. By the way, that's his name. It's not short for anything. His name's Enzo. It's not Vincenzo or anything. Oh, okay. I don't like that. Yeah, and uh, he was hella weird, and I was the only one who was nice to him because I was a little bit afraid he was going to shoot the place up. And so I, he still wanted to hang out after he stopped working there. And he was, he was a very nice guy, but he was, there was something so off about him. Oh, and what I would do when he wasn't at his desk, I'd go and I'd rearrange all his OCD stuff on his desk. And then I'd <laughs> blame it on my buddy d Oh, no. And he always fell for it. He was sure d like was messing his shit up. And d knew he got got, so he didn't even argue. You'd just be like, ah, what can I say? I just love fucking with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. <clears throat> uh, that sounds like good times. Uh, I had a, I worked with a guy, I'm not going to say his name because it's a small industry and I haven't moved states. Mm-hmm. Um, but who was like super nice on the surface, but every once in a while he would uh, drop some shit and you'd be like, ah, oh, this dude hates women it's like way it's like buried way deep like way deep down in there and he's mostly just like a jolly happy guy but he this guy is a full misogynist but yeah, his heart was stolen by a vicious a vicious scorpion woman and he holds it against women also one time uh he he's gotta be 10 years older than me one time he forgot his work laptop at home and his dad brought it and it was real cute whoa yeah <laughs> I assume his dad just had a key to his apartment or whatever, but like, it's such a weird choice. Like if I actually, one time I did get halfway down my commute to uh, SFO mm-hmm. and realized, oh shit, my laptop's still on my desk. Yeah. And I just got off the train and got on a train going home. Like, <laughs> He's like, fuck, I'm I can't working do from anything. home today. Yeah. I need my computer what? to work. I cannot imagine any circumstances in which I would call my mommy and have her bring my laptop. I think I'll up another part of that. Yes, that's weird. But also, given the fact that our dad's participation in anything was pretty low. I mean, that's... Makes it so, even wilder, where we're like, even we cannot imagine a scenario where anything would happen where our dad would come. So, I, I will say this. Uh, I got in a Facebook conversation with a kid I went to elementary school with. Ooh. Um, hey, Dom, why are you listening to this? Oh, God! Uh, He's listening to this? I mean, if he is, why? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and he remembered our dad chaperoning a trip to the tide pools. Okay, he did that for me, too, to be fair. And he was like, your dad was a big dude. And I was like, oh, you were... We were kids. <laughs> you were a tiny child. Yeah. 
you don't know that he's only like 5'10". Yeah, he's pretty average height. And uh, honestly, he wasn't even that round by like uh, 2019 standards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he had, he had a beard. I guess that was it. Uh, to be fair, he did do some field trip stuff, particularly yeah. in like Miss Nichols class or whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We're over halfway through. Let's see if we can make some progress. Let's run through this. it. With just musical ennui. On the subject there, particularly of the treat box with Iron Brew, um, you noted that it's got uh, azosulfane K and aspartame in it. Uh, that's because the uh, government uh, subjects sugary drinks to attacks if they cross a certain threshold of sugar. So every manufacturer except Pepsi and Coke, I believe, um, i.e. Pepsi and Coca-Cola, then those main drinks, they've retained their sugar and pay the extra tax, so the people who buy it do. Um, but the people who make Iron Brew uh, decided to add some sweetener and cut the level of sugar. So that's why it has sweetener and sugar. It did taste differently previously, because um, clearly have that artificial hint from the sweetener. Do they make like an Iron Brew Premium that's still made with sugar and just costs more because of the tax? I wonder. It makes sense that uh, Coke and Pepsi would just be like, "Nah, you can you can just tax us." Yeah. What, uh, Matthew? In your part of the world, what is your Mexican Coke situation? Um, uh, you can get it. I've seen it offered on takeout menus, so it exists okay. here. Yeah, yeah. You but can it's not it. just like like here. It's just in grocery stores now. I don't know. Like you can just get Mexican Coke at Safeway. Yeah, I don't really buy soft drinks anymore, so I don't know. I'm not sure if it's in the store, but you can get it on uh, from restaurants for sure. What well, used to be a thing uh, where before you could just find it easily, it, all the food trucks used to have them. Right. So, like, if uh, if you were at work and there's like, oh, there's a food truck out there now. And you'd go out there and get your, let's just say, sriracha fries, because that's probably the number one thing that a food truck had back when I was eating at food trucks. Okay. Uh, you would see that Mexican Coke bottle there, and you'd be like, oh, I haven't had one of those in a grip. I'm that's going to be refreshing. But now it's just in the grocery store, and I'm just like, ah, I don't need the sugar. Oh, yeah. If there, yeah, there's no, um, there's no newness to it anymore. It's not any more special than regular Coke anymore. I mean, it still tastes better. Yeah, but like, unless you're drinking Coke, it don't matter. But the other things, like getting a Mexican Sprite, is no different. I didn't even know about Mexican Sprite. Yeah, they sell those too. That's the same thing. They're just made with sugar instead of corn syrup. Hmm. Um, there's no point. Like, the flavor of Sprite is just too sweet, so yeah. changing it doesn't make any difference. All right. Uh, so, unfortunately, you're not getting the true uh, experience of old school um, Iron Brew. And hopefully, uh, I look forward to hearing more of your reviews of what's left in the uh, sweet box. Uh, and I've got a few uh, a few other things uh, out that maybe we could bring over in the summer or something, perhaps as well, uh, to try. So, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing more and uh, absolutely delighted particularly Matt's reaction to eating an, an almost entire um, wrapper full of Parma Violets 
Uh, they are, in fact, uh, some sort of chemical weapon and not a sweet. <laughs> They're horrendous. Um, but anyway, thanks very much, as always. Uh, I look forward to Star Trek and to uh, the next uh, installment uh, of Mailbag. Um, I, in July, certainly, possibly into June, will try and be saving up some Star Trek editions as I'm, I'm catching up now uh, because I am going to attempt our transatlantic crossing of um, about 11 hours in the air uh, listening exclusively to Star Trek Why? Uh, or Star Trek so This is such a bad idea Why would you do it? If he doesn't already hate us he's going to hate us after that he, flight Here's the other thing to think about here He's got a wife and daughter. <laughs> He's going to ignore them. He's going to ignore them <laughs> yeah. on this whole flight so he can listen to our dumb opinions about what Voyager is doing wrong. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm always shocked that anyone could listen to it, but to just listen to nothing but the Star Trek. Oof. It's going to be in a... He's going to get to... Uh, I don't know where they're stopping first. Let's say Oregon, where her parents live. He's going to get to Oregon, and he's going to be like, what has this all been about? Just, why did why did I even come on this trip? <laughs> That's right. He's going to be in a slightly worse mood the whole time. He won't remember why. He won't he's remember gonna, the inciting incident was listening to 11 hours of that. He's going to put a pilgrim hat on and go to an open mic night and do a poem about how his car was shot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I am glad, at least, that all of our hard work, someone else is getting some enjoyment out of it. Because I think we get less enjoyment out of it every cycle. <laughs> Every time, every two weeks we have to do this, we get less enjoyment out of it. Okay, so I know that sometimes when you're terribly bored or whatever, I haven't dug into it, you listen to old episodes of this show? Yeah, it's when I like cycle through my regular pods and I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm out of new pods, either because I'm okay. avoiding them because they're talking about the Warriors or whatever, or... Yeah, then I'll, I'll put on old brother dates. Have you gotten to where we start? You have gotten to where we started doing the Star Trek. Oh, yeah, I'm like... Do you listen to them? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you don't know why anybody does it, but you do it. <laughs> but to be fair, I do it when I'm out of everything else. Yeah. It's not it's not plan you, would, a. you definitely wouldn't save it up for a trip. No. <laughs> no, no, I would not. Uh, though I am only a little bit ashamed to admit that I often find the things you and I say hilarious because I have definitely forgotten all of them. <laughs> I don't remember any of the things that we talked about, and every time we do a, a little run on uh an old video game or something i'm always like this is this podcast was made for people like me i will say that this week you told me that we did a good bit about kazago uh <laughs> from yeah. the battle uh getting his senior pictures taken and i cannot remember anything that I we might have either. said I in that joke i didn't remember uh, anybody it was very good though but I can imagine some of the types of, first of all, Kazago, such a great character. I wish he'd come back. <laughs> I know, right? But only on that white screen with his face all blown uh -huh. up. Riker. These are my senior pictures, Riker. <laughs> You're interrupting my senior pictures. We talked about how, I'm not going to go over it. Did we, did we mention the name Len Conrad? No, because I didn't remember that till just now. Okay. We did start off by saying that it was $12.99 for the, for the wallet size, but it was $29.99 okay, if you wanted the 6 by 8s Every time I see something senior picture-y, uh, I'll mention Len Conrad, and Katie didn't grow up here. Oh. And like, you had to grow up 
here, yeah, here yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Len Conrad photography to mean anything. God, that guy had a fucking monopoly like, he did on this our place. School, he did all the school pictures, and I think he probably did our baseball cards. Yeah, I think so. I think that's um, right. But, but it's like, it's just a name, it's just a reference that I will never stop making and doesn't mean anything to her. Now, how much binging would you have to do to determine whether he's a molester? Oh, this is a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm a, a little bit afraid to figure this out, but... Let's, let's just try regular Google first. Save me a step. Len Conrad. Now that I think that he had a monopoly on all children's photography in the entire area. Molestation. I mean, there's got to be something. Uh, oh, geez, it's closed. I think I knew that, though. Database of priests. So, listen, it doesn't come up in the first few Googles. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad about that. But there was definitely a shot. Yeah, we made the jokes about how in one of them he's wearing one overall. Like, one of his overalls is undone and he has a paintbrush. These are the fun pictures. I have a basketball because I like basketball. I don't actually like basketball. They just made me fill out a form. I didn't know what to say, so now I'm holding a basketball. But I also have the fancy ones where I'm wearing the tuxedo dicky. These are my senior pictures, Riker. It was all very good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure it was, uh, but it's just like when you come up with something like that, I can never remember anything that we might have said, nope, but I can either. just back construct the jokes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I will say that Len Conrad's uh, website appears to have been taken over by uh, the Chinese. Oh, good. And is now advertising something called 365 Bet. Oh, good. Oh, well, they, you know, they, those people do like the gambling. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. That's... That's definitely going to get, that's going to be cut out for sure. This is going to be the first edit we ever do. <laughs> you can't say stuff like that anymore. And you should know better. I should. I'm sorry. I'm actually, I, I really worry that people don't, are not great at telling our voices apart. <laughs> well, why? Not because I think we sound the same. I should be because... worried. You say all the bad stuff. Uh, because I do not, and cannot watch movies in the air. That makes me feel uh, travel sick. So I only ever listen to things. Um, so I'm going to attempt to listen to uh, three or four um, back-to-back episodes of the Star Trek edition um, to tide me, tide me through. So uh, suffer, suffer us all. Uh, finally, finally, on the uh, subject of the podcast, I'd, I'd appreciate your um, expert, uh, semi-professional, really, uh, guidance on, on what would make a good uh, Murder, She Wrote podcast. Um, you know what kind of things would be worth uh, talking about. I think there's clearly a lot from from the acting to the story to the ever increasing pile of bodies at Jessica's feet. Um, uh, I'm delighted uh, to see that you uh, put in the same level of research as I did to discover that there's not many on this group podcast, and there haven't really been any in the last few years. Um, and nobody seems to have done an entire twelve season plus I think five TV movie uh, review. Um, of course not. Of the, of the show so. <laughs> Uh, maybe I can, maybe I can keep working, Shannon, to see if she will, uh, see if she will participate. Otherwise, it will just be the loneliest podcast. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much. See you guys later. Doesn't there have to be at least, uh, as a standard category, the accusation scene, the quality of the accusation scene? I would think so. So when I mentioned this uh, podcast spinoff to Katie, uh, who has watched some murder she wrote, her first question was, "Are they going to use your rubric?" Now, our rubric barely makes sense for our podcast. Yeah, don't use our rubric. Don't use our rubric. It's not good. However, I don't hate the idea of having a kind of standard mm-hmm. 
rubric or just set of questions that can be essay form. God, it definitely makes fucking organizing the show easier. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, number one, the accusation scene. That's key, now, right? I cannot remember enough of Murder, She Wrote to know whether it's one of the types of mysteries where you see the crime in the beginning or whether it's one of the types of mysteries where you are in the dark until the detective solves it. Right. Um, if it's the second case, then I always think uh, one thing that, that you can grade a mystery on is whether the mystery is fair. Ah, uh, yeah, right. What are there like... Were, were you thrown off because of good writing or because of cheap writing? Right. Yeah, yeah. Could you have worked it out? Right. Uh, also... Does is the mystery solved because of a coincidence? Like somebody says a word, in, and in any Ugh. as in any Star Trek episode, and someone it, stares uh, off into the distance and right has an idea, make them make or their idea face. It suddenly turns out that uh, that this little old lady speaks Chinese or something. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. some special skill. Or I overheard it. I actually took a Chinese class just for fun since Arnold died. Uh, then I think a segment, uh, that a, that a show like this in particular is, uh, is well suited to would be, uh, does this episode, uh, support or, or work against the alternate theory that she is the murderer? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What can we... And that she is framing people? <laughs> it's kind of like theory corner, but one specific theory. It is one specific theory. Uh, this uh, in a couple of places this happened. Uh, for instance, in uh, Star Wars Minute, at least for the first three movies, may- maybe into the prequels, but I don't think so. Uh, one theory that has that it is surprisingly hard to disprove is that the Force isn't real. Mm. In the first three Star Wars movies, uh, I think particularly the first one, yeah, there's not that much evidence that it's real. There's like the thought control, and sure, there's um, oh, there's maybe a force choke. I'm okay. not even sure there's a force choke in. God, doesn't there have to be? No, I he? think there is. Yeah, he, I does, think he it does all force the time. Choke. He force chokes someone in the conference room. Yes. So he's uh, someone's lack of faith. He finds disturbing or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. Your sorcerer's ways. Not <laughs> That's right. That guy gets real uppity. Because what is he new? It's his first day or something, for sure. Well, so, I mean, here's the thing. You're a military officer. You've been doing pretty good. You're sitting at a table with all the grand moths and shit. And then this robed idiot. And then this dude with his scary mask and his black cape comes in. (laughs) And he starts talking about how he's going to use mystical energy to find some shit. How come the guy doesn't say to him, the only reason you're here is because you're really tall. You're nothing nothing but a tall guy. (laughs) With the face of a dog. Because he is very tall, but other than that, you would wonder why he's able to get away with this. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's, of course, the alternate theory, did she kill them? I know you are aware of this because I have seen the first image you posted, which was an image of her saying, I I killed them. I killed them all. <laughs> uh, By the way, I followed, so, I followed the thing on the Twitter. I followed the account. Uh, I don't know if I did because I I don't log into my personal Twitter except when you send me a message about K-pop. God, you have uh, to log in specially because you're usually nah, logged nah, into it's this just one. On the Twitter app, so I just flip over to the other profile. Okay. 
uh, but I I at least followed it from the brother date account. Okay, all right. So if I don't see it during the regular week, I'll see it before the mailbag. So let's get this thing off the ground. I need content so yeah, we're, too. We're all into it. Those are my ideas. Those are some things you can address. That sort of fairness of the mystery and uh, also the- alternate theory corner. Yes. Yeah, that sounds. Those sound like good ideas. But come up with uh, just yeah, come up with some kind of organizing principle of this show uh there are some other fun segments uh like uh not every episode is set in her little place in maine or wherever maybe we could do a little map of her travels Uh, wait is it in maine i thought that was a stephen king thing uh i don't know i thought he had maine on lockdown i've seen like i don't know first of all how old is murder she wrote was stephen king Oh, he's been around a while, though. I mean... He has been around a while. He's been around. He's been doing that thing for a long time. I don't know. Oh, I don't know where they take place. I'm actually excited because I want to watch them. And then do the pods and listen to the pods about them. Uh, yeah, Cabot Cove, a small coastal huh. community in Maine. All right. Man, why does everyone got to go to Maine for all their scary and murder stuff? All shot in Mendocino. I went to Maine once. A lot of gun I have stores. I've also been to Maine exactly once. A lot of gun stores. Every corner. Apparently, uh, Cabot Cove is a harbor inlet in Kennebunkport. Okay. So there's no town of Cabot Cove, but you could sort of, Kennebunkport could kind of be her hometown. Sure. If you were doing it on a real map. That's interesting. I didn't even realize that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I'm into it. I'll, I'll watch the show and I'll listen to the pod. Well, there we go. Just got to know when it gets up and running. So I need advance notice so I can watch it. Um, Matt, we ate some snacks. Yeah, we finished them. We finished up them snacks. I mean, technically I have halves of snacks sitting over here on the table for Marjan in case she wants to finish them. But I have tried uh, all of them. Yeah, I, I gave all of my leftovers to Katie, so. Which included a few things that had duplicates in the box. Right. And also <clears throat> uh, three quarters of a sleeve of Parma Violet. <laughs> That one's for sabotage. Well, listen, there's a bunch of little individual things, and you can close the wrapper again. I don't... I feel like that's legit. If, if you were being nice, you would have thrown them in the garbage. Uh, so let's just uh, start at the top. Yeah, what did we... What What should we start with here? What let's, have... uh, let's talk about skips. Oh, okay. So, uh, Shannon... Shannon wrote, uh, uh, these are her daughter's favorite crisps. Mm. They're actually Japanese, but they're made in the UK under license. They have a lovely tingly texture if you let them melt in your mouth a bit. And the flavor of these skips was prawn cocktail. Yeah. Which is what we call shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Uh, I think the makers of the skips, they know what the selling point is on this product. And it is not the taste. It is not the flavor. <laughs> That's why it says on the pack, light and melty. Yeah. They were light and melty. But they were also kind of sour and weird. Um, yeah. Uh, so I expected to hate these because I don't love shrimp. Right. Uh, but I actually did. I, I found them pretty good. They're uh, they're a little ketchup-y. Yeah, that's I don't know. the thing. Co- that's where the tangy sauce is. Is a, is a ketchup idea. Yes. And that's... That's that's what this is, but um, I don't know. It's been so long since I had shrimp cocktail because you don't like first shrimp. Of all, you just said. cold shrimp is just a disgusting idea. <laughs> okay, 
It's always cold, right? Like yeah. refrigerator cold. Uh, yeah, usually. Um, but it seemed more ketchupy and less. I don't know. Tomato saucy. Yeah. Uh, so you don't like sh- like shrimp chips. You don't just like go to the Asian grocer and pick up a bag of shrimp chips or anything because you don't like shrimp. Nah, I've had them, and uh, if I'm going to an Asian grocer, I'm going to come away with something weirder. Okay, yeah, Marjan loves shrimp chips, so I eat a great deal of them. Mm. Um, and I usually like those better. I didn't like this cocktail flavor. Yeah, but they were uh, light, actually, they were very melty, and I enjoyed that. I did, I did, I did kind of like these, and they didn't have like a bad oil taste or something. No, I don't know why I was expecting that, but we uh, we tried Monster Munch. Yeah. The description is, uh, these have a texture similar to Cheetos, but not quite. Uh, and she means the cheese puffs, not the... Uh, not the crunchy ones. Not the crunchy Cheetos. They come in a variety of flavors. The meaning of the shape is debated. Is it a monster foot or the whole monster? Uh, it's like a kitty cat paw or something. Yeah, I don't know what monsters look like, so I don't know. But it looked like a yeah. paw. Uh, and these were flaming Hot. These were the flaming Hot ones. Uh, I thought they were pretty good. Uh, they were airy. They had a good flavor. Uh, but let's talk about flaming hot. Yeah, right. When you get flaming hot Cheetos and you eat them, and you're like, ah, "Man, I guess if I eat this whole bag, my, the edges of my mouth will get a little tingly." Sure, right. Yeah, and that's um, what passes for flaming hot. Yeah, snacky, chippy hot. Th- these were even less flaming hot than that. I did not detect any heat. What I detected they had, was a ton of. Paprika. Yeah, almost no chili heat to them at all. Yeah. So, uh, But I did like them. Yeah, they were all right. They were kind of tangy as well and kind of uh, paprika I mean, I think that's most of the savory things that were in this box, but they definitely scored higher with me than the sweet things. Well, I don't have much of a sweet tooth anyway. So I was, I was more likely personally to like the savory ones better. I'm like 50-50... I'm more likely, if I'm going to get something that's junky, to get something sweet than something salty. Hmm. I think it mostly is because the salty things come in much bigger amounts, and I know I will eat the whole quantity. Sure. You got to know your own fucking limitations. Right. Like, I live alone. If I open a Pringles tube... Oh, yeah. Well, those. I'm eating all the Pringles in the tube. Something about those is highly addictive. Right. Whereas, if, if I get... Uh, Snickers bar. I'll just eat that. Right. I don't know. That makes sense. So I'm kind of fifty fifty on those, but with the with these things that were sent, uh, the the salty ones I liked better. Okay. What was next, Mister Kipling? Golden syrup sponge pudding. Yes. Hey, I ma- I was mad at these. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you why? <laughs> yes, please. You know how earlier I told you my friend Ira was looking up naked pictures of ladies in computer class. And how I hadn't thought about that fact in many, many, many years. Wait, was it Ira? Somehow I thought it was Eric Ames. Nope, it was Ira. Okay. Um, I just assume any story from your childhood is Eric Ames. Oh, I'm for sure Eric Ames. I think he's a actually, major character. Actually, I think if you asked our sister, she would have a story about Eric looking at pornography in the computer class. Okay. I believe there is a specific story. Um. So anyway, you know how I hadn't thought about that fact in many, many years? And I was surprised that I remembered it so vividly. Uh, There was a certain taste that I had forgotten I had experienced. And it turns out I was very upset to have experienced it again. 
Okay. And that is the taste of microwave pancakes. Uh, yes, it was very pancakey. So I would never have bought microwave pancakes, so this must be because of our dad. <laughs> our dad must have oh, bought yeah. microwave pancakes. Well, he loved breakfast food and also hated cooking? microwaving food. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I took one bite of this motherfucking thing. And I think Marshawn will tell you I instantly went, oh, no, <laughs> as I remembered a taste that I had long forgotten even existed. The taste okay. of the microwave pancake, which was a horrible abomination and should never exist. So let's talk about this for a minute. I have some thoughts about microwave pancakes. Uh, how did they get them such an even color? <laughs> I, what kind of horrible industrial process was making these microwave pancakes? Every single one looked identical. For sure, they were they, highly, highly processed. Yeah. Uh, number two, they were about three and a half inches in diameter. <laughs> yeah. I only want Why? a little bit of pancake. That's not a silver dollar pancake. It's also not a regular pancake. I don't want a little bit of pancake, and I don't want to cook it. Is it because, like... The box would have been too big for your freezer if yeah. it was real pancake size. I think size. they had to make them approximately like Eggo waffle sized. Right. So that they could put them in the freezer aisle or whatever. Uh, next thought. Mm. They came in a, a short stack and you cooked them in a short stack. Got and it. as a result, there was always a cold part. <laughs> yes. Yes, there was. God, I hate it thinking about it so much. I had really forgotten that they existed. The for, What happened first was the taste came back, and I went, what the fuck is this? And then I remembered the object associated with that taste, and I cursed the universe. So <laughs> it's you... not even that I'm really mad at the sponge pudding. It just it reminded me that that thing existed that is a real fucking problem. Yeah, they were pancakey for sure. Um, do you remember... This is part of coming from circumstances. Do you remember not having maple syrup, but having Safeway brand butter-flavored syrup? Uh-huh. Why, why did that taste like olives? <laughs> Maybe I'm... No one has ever gone, oh yeah, it did taste like olives. So that may be a specific thing that I have because I don't like olives. Oh, maybe. God, I don't know. What the know. hell? I don't know, man. What did our dad do? We shouldn't make this a family pot. I'm sorry. No, I just because I, we, I we've I, agreed not to do that again. I spent probably sixteen hours thinking about it after I <laughs> ate one bite of this, and I went through a lot of phases. And that's when I discovered, well, I would never have bought those, so my memory must be of when we were a kid and Dad bought them. And then I so, and then I blamed him, and then I resented him. So here's the description that came with this: a very sweet cake that's supposed to be served warm, really good with a bit of custard or vanilla ice cream. I didn't do that. Instructions: remove seal. Place uh, on uh, upside down on a small microwavable plate. Heat for thirty seconds. Remove the remove it carefully and lift the pot away to allow the sauce to flow properly. So, uh, also the caution: it will be like lava. So, based on that, I was expecting a lot of sauce. Right, and uh, that's not really the case. So when I when I decanted it, <laughs> and it was just kind of a thin layer of yellow sauce on top. Uh, I was like, yeah, that's kind of a disappointment. But it, then it turns out after I ate it that I only needed half of the sauce oh, that yeah. was on it at all. It was so, extremely sweet. It was very sweet. Uh, golden syrup, if I remember correctly, is a 
honey substitute from austerity times. Yep. Like, they couldn't get honey. Yeah, yeah. So that's rough. So dark, it was dark times for sure. Yeah. Um, but I thought the cake was pretty good. It did taste pancakey, but I didn't have that specific horrible association that you had. Hate it. Still mad about having to eat it. Really mad about it. I blame our uh, friends. I blame our friends from across the pond. We did always, uh, Jesus. We did. It would be a thing like you'd wake up in the morning and you'd be so fucking tired. Mm-hmm. And Dad's like, "What do you want for breakfast?" And you're like, "I can't even think." Right. I know you've just one of the frozen things in there. Yeah, that's right. Whether There's, it's a toaster strudel, right, or uh, likes of such as God, a microwave pancakes. Yeah, like the toaster hash browns, I think, were kind of the best of those things. Okay. Yeah, get a little bit of salt going. They had a weird metallic taste. Yeah, they did. I don't know what that was about. Yes, they did. There's a lot of... Did they, did they, were they fortified with iron? Maybe. <sighs> we, um... Uh, they sent us some shortbread. Yeah, I love shortbread, and I've had this brand many times, and I like it. You definitely have not had this brand. I've had this brand. Where did you get this 59p shortbread? That's oh, like... I don't know about the specific labeling, but the but the the brand I've had. Oh, okay. I don't know if it said 59p on it. It sure did. That no, I'm saying if I had it before, that would have probably oh, okay. made me go, huh? That seems uh, weird. Yeah. So uh, my thoughts on this, I don't know if this is the best example of shortbread. Like they they obviously grabbed all of this stuff from some gas station or convenience store mm-hmm. in one big trip. So I don't know if this is like a number one world's best shortbread, but uh, this is basically the same as the stuff you get here. Yeah, it's shortbread. It's shortbread. And I, I like it. I, I like shortbread a lot. Yeah, actually. I like shortbread. I like his buttery goodness. Yep. Uh, I will say that I kind of like the Danish butter cookies a little better. Well, they come in that nice tin. They do come in the nice tin and they've Decorative. got a little bit of sugar on them. They so. got different designs. Yeah, some some look like a pretzel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, can you describe hobnobs? Well, let me read this. Uh, these are what the Brits call flapjacks, which really confused Shannon at first because they're nothing like pancakes. Basically, oats mixed with butter and golden syrup, great with a hot drink. I didn't have it with a hot drink. Uh, no, me either. It's uh, it's already summer here. Um, to me. It was more like a breakfast bar than a candy bar because it was so oaty, mm-hmm. and uh, I was okay with that. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, it was one ingredient away from being just a soft granola bar. Yes, like if it had just had a peanut or a chocolate chip in it, or even a raisin. Yeah, you'd be like, "Ah, see, what you got here is a granola bar." That's right. It's I... a little. It was moister than a granola bar. Yeah. Uh, the flavor was also quite mild. I agree. Uh, so, like, is this a candy that they sell to kids? I hope so. Or is this a is this a candy for olds? I found it inoffensive. Yeah, because again, I don't have a sweet tooth, and I'm often worried when I'm about to eat a candy. Is this going to be just like a nasty sugar bomb? I like oats, so I like this. Yeah, me too. Uh, we got a Kinder surprise egg. I've had Kinder stuff too, including. One, uh, the one we had recently was one half of it was chocolate and the other half was a toy. So sort of like what we got here, which was a chocolate egg with a toy inside. 
So they don't sell this exact thing here because it's like a choking hazard. Right. But in the last, just in the last year or so, you've been able to get something called Kinder Joy at Walgreens, Mm -hmm. which uh, I think has a plastic egg or something. Yes. And it's got almost like a Nutella or some kind of thing. I had it once and I... I It's a hazelnutty thing. Right. I had it once and I was like, well, this is nothing. Um, but this is like a thin shell of okay chocolate, mm-hmm. and then it's got a Despicable Me toy inside it. <laughs> sure, I don't. I, I opened my toy, but I didn't look at what, what the toy was. Uh, was a, mine was a little minion who's scuba diving, and you sort of put him together out of four pieces. Nice. So, um, again, this is a little bit of chocolate, and I didn't the cho- the chocolate didn't wow me. So mm. maybe I'm weird. I I like the Kinder chocolate. I oh, liked okay. it, uh, but I hate the toys. I just don't... Keep the toys out really of my like, chocolate. I don't need any more toys. I don't really like milk chocolate, I think. Ah. Um, which I guess brings us to Cadbury Dairy Milk. Oh, yeah. Uh, for which I wrote, just some milk chocolate, no big deal. Um, the description of this is, this is the classic UK chocolate, although it's owned by Kraft and a lot of Brits now say it's not as good. Uh, whether quality has gone down or not, it's still way better than a Hershey bar. This is the one, uh, looking at the list, where I was like, uh, you can get this in any store here. Yeah, you can definitely get Cadbury stuff. Yeah, C- Cadbury Dairy Milk specifically mm-hmm. is j- just available here. I think I've had it once before, and I think it was basically this product. So maybe that changed when Kraft bought Cadbury. Oh, could be, Maybe yeah. that's when it started appearing. Uh, it's in the fancy chocolate section at your Safeway, but I... It's just chocolate. Yeah, I do think I remember a time where we had to go to, um, when we were living in Cambridge, we had to go to Cardulo's, where we would get imported European snacks and chocolate and stuff, and we had to go there to get it. So it probably is a craft thing that has made it, uh, made its distribution include the United States now. Um, the line, it's still way better than a Hershey bar. I put low bar, but yeah, it's better than Hershey's. Uh, I still, I wouldn't just eat this. One time at 10, it was 10.30 at night, and I was in Safeway, and the guy who was in front of me checking out, the enti- his entire thing on the conveyor belt was four Rolos. <laughs> Sorry, so when, you said, living. when you said that, I imagined four individual Rolo pieces. Nah, it was four. <laughs> I mean, it was four Rolo sticks, but okay. what is that, like 24 individual, or maybe there are eight in each one, I something like that? I don't remember, yeah. So that guy's life is going real good, but like, if you went to a grocery store... And the guy in front of you had one or even two plain Hershey's bars on the thing. And you're like, that's all that guy came in here to buy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they ruin your day, right? It'd be like getting a spurt of oil on your head every time you pulled the thing down. You'd just be like, why? What Dude, is life? First of all, you know, I don't want to know what anyone else is buying. I would never have looked at what was on the belt. <laughs> I wait until the belt is totally clear, and then I load my groceries. I know it's a pain for the people behind me, but I can't know what the other people are buying. No, you don't do that. How would I, how would I sleep at night if I was thinking about all the things people are buying? What if I saw someone not. was buying, like, um, oh, God, well, like you said, the four Rolos guy. I'd never, now I'm never going to stop thinking about that guy. I didn't even see it. I cannot believe that you were so discourteous that you wait until the belt is fully clear to put your groceries on it. You're right. I'm too polite. I would never that's, do that. That's, knew there was no way. <laughs> but I definitely don't look at what people are buying. Well, I, do I do not want to know. I do definitely uh, silently wish 
to the people uh, in front of me because I can't I can't see the people behind me and I'm not turning around. I but worry. I do silently wish that the person in front of me will not look back and see what I'm putting on the belt. God, you know what I hate is when the checker makes a comment. Oh, I haven't tried these before. Are they any good? Every time mm-hmm. I want to reach across and punch them right in the fucking face. That's my answer. I don't know. Was that good? How'd that taste? You piece of shit. I I got so. At my local Safeway, the person who seems to be running the show now uh, only showed up, I don't know, six, eight months ago, Hmm. and her name tag says Jessica L., and then underneath it, it says Anytown USA, (sighs) so I assume she's in witness protection. God, it seems like it, right? (laughs) Because everything about that seems fake. (laughs) The other night, I was there, and I saw that uh, Voss was putting out a a flavored sparkling water now. Oh, well, they got to get in the game. Trying to get into that LaCroix game. Yeah. Uh, but in a glass bottle. And I always like drinking out of glass because it doesn't taste like plastic to me. Right. Uh, so, you know, I bought one. And when I'm checking out, Jessica L. says to me, oh, this is really good. And I said, oh, good, to, good to know. And she says, drink it real cold, though. I don't need a serving <laughs> suggestion. Jessica L. I just would have walked outside and thrown it right in the dumpster. <laughs> that would have been me. I would have gone, well, I can't drink this now. Jessica L. Don't, told me how to drink it. I can't do it. Don't do that to me, Jessica L. Don't make me think about you when I'm drinking this later. Fucking aggravate. People are so selfish. They're so self-fucking-important that they're like, okay. I better insert myself into this. Okay, but we can agree that self-checkout's even worse, right? Well, it doesn't work! <laughs> 95% of the time, somebody has to come over and do something on it to make it work again. Because yep. it is broken. Again. Yeah, it's the worst. I wish it worked. I would prefer to do it, but it, it, it don't work. Uh, we tried Smarties. Yeah. Uh, like, like M&M's, but with better chocolate and no artificial colorings. This is the description we received from uh, Shannon and Barry. Uh, a little bigger, too. And the orange ones have a little orange oil in them, which stops them from being completely homogenous. So that's weird right on the start, right? Yeah, why just the orange Hey, there's ones? six colors in here, and only one of them has a flavor. <laughs> that's right. It's very strange. I mean, it kind of makes it seem like, what's the point of the other ones? Uh... So, I don't know what it was that I was reacting to, but these made my throat hurt. Mm, that's not good. Not my throat or like you know the top the top back part of your throat, sort of where your soft palate turns into your throat. Uh uh the go zone. I call it the go zone. The go zone. Yeah, my go zone was like uh not like like really hurting, but like a little bit like a sore throat. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't have that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so that's probably something that you... Maybe it was the orange oil, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I said, is it possible that the chocolate is better than M&M's, but I still like these less? Uh, I What I literally wrote was, I like these less than M&M's somehow. Yeah, I do agree. I think the chocolate was better because, I mean, M&M's are gross. But are I there, s- A plain M&M is so nasty. Yeah, but I still like, liked uh, these less. Is it the candy shell? What's doing it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. But like a peanut M&M, not too bad. Peanut I think M&M's if the good. ratios are different, do you know what I mean? Like you're not getting just that chocolate. I love a, a good peanut M&M. I think there's the same amount of chocolate in a peanut M&M as in a plain one. It's just yeah, spread out. There's like infinitely more peanut. Yeah. Well, I won't say infinite because I know their manufacturing processes are probably pretty shitty. And I'm there's sure. Probably a little bit, you get a little bit of peanut in a <laughs> plain a, M&M. Get a little bit of particulate in there. You get a little bit of all the ones. You get a tiny amount of almond and a little bit of peanut butter <laughs> right. and a, a small amount of mint from the Christmas ones. God, can you imagine how shitty life would be if you had a peanut allergy? Oh, my God. 
that shit apparently just gets in everything. You know, Jason Manzukis from The League mm-hmm. and also... Uh, How Did This Get Made? How Did This Get Made? Deathly allergic to eggs. Can you imagine? Oh. Eggs everywhere. Yeah. Is he so allergic that like, if somebody handles an egg and then they, they make him something, is that going to be a problem? I mean, he describes it as pretty bad, like liability bad. Uh, but like, I... I live alone right now, and I don't eat eggs. I don't like eggs. I'm sure there's egg particulates on everything in this house. Kind of Just be. from other people having lived here. Yeah, there kind of has to be. And apparently eggs it's the same way with peanuts and, and probably most things that seem innocuous that people are allergic to. Uh, yeah, I, I for sure know where all the peanut dust is coming from in this house, though, because I do eat and enjoy peanuts. Well, there you go, then. It's your fault. You're the one who did that it. That one's on me. <laughs> the right. eggs I can't explain, but this one's on me. This peanuts. Someone comes into your home, they got a peanut allergy. You've... Actually, you should just leave them outside. You're going to go, yeah, hey, don't even, because I've got, I've got cats, too. So You like... can sit on this front step. I'll bring you a beer. It's kind of an allergy test just coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was that all of them? What else was there? Was there... Now we got two more. We did Love Hearts. Okay. Uh, these are obviously better made than our dumb Valentine Hearts. Like, uh, the, all the text is embossed. It's not just sp- badly sprayed on. Right. So it's all still legible. Also, it's, uh, they had a real good snap to them. Okay. It does say in here, more crunchy than American Sweethearts. Uh, like a hundred percent more crunchy. Yeah. But they were still just as tart and chalky is that, as the Valentine Hearts you know and love. I was going to ask, is that because the Sweethearts here are made by, like, Neko or something? Like, why are the Sweethearts so soft and weird? I don't know, but they are. I mean... Because to me, that that's real Neko-y of them. Yeah, kind of. Neko wafers are so thin that they at least have a little bit of snap. Hmm. These are like uh, pumice or something. The sweethearts, where you yeah. can just kind of like crush them down. Yeah, a lot of air in them. What I will say about love hearts, and not to make anyone feel bad, is that I could not find them in my box. Oh no! <laughs> it was the only item I could not identify when I cataloged them all when I pulled everything out of the box the first time. I looked through all the different uh, uh, kinds of uh, padding that was put in there. I looked. I looked in every crevice. I looked everywhere. I couldn't find them. So you know, I wonder if this was a packing mistake because I did get two of them. Oh. So it could be that they weren't intended. So some things there were two of or more, and I just assumed they were duplicates. Yeah. In fact, I think the message says some of them have duplicates. Yes. So uh, it's possible that Katie ate your love hearts. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, better than our Valentine's hearts. They had a good snap, and you could read the message on them. But they were still just uh, chalky, tart candy. Okay. Alright. Did you get a drumstick? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if we talked about uh, the strawberry refresher last time. Did we? Uh, yeah, we did. Do you want to okay. talk about the lemon one, too? Yeah, so the lemon the lemon one was, to me, Lemonhead, Laffy Taffy, and then the strawberry one could have been more tart. Um, mm. I would have appreciated it more tart. That's the refreshers. So, uh, I did not... When I ate my drumstick... I don't have anything more to say about the That's refreshers. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I ate my drumstick, I did not have my notes in front of me, so I did not know that this was meant to be raspberry and milk flavored. Oh, what did you think when you looked at Chewy it? thing on a stick? I wrote, what flavor is this? What, um, not sure what this flavor is meant to be. I, strawberry, maybe something mild and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shannon describes it as another workout for the teeth, and I do wonder if that's just because room temperature is a little cooler there, too. 
because oh, I didn't find this particularly challenging. Yeah, for, it, for my teeth, it certainly wasn't any more challenging than the refresher. Yeah, uh, I I said it could have been worse. Wasn't too sweet for me. No, it was it was pretty mild. Uh, actually, did not mind that one. I wouldn't eat a sweet taffy like candy like that. Yeah, but uh, that one wasn't bad. Marjan hated it. <laughs> oh no! But I thought it was fine. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for sending all these things. It was really over the top thoughtful. I um. Uh, maybe mild disappointment that we weren't like, oh my god, the chocolate's so much better <laughs> in right. the UK or whatever. That seemed to be the main thing that was coming up in these descriptions that we didn't find particularly true. Yeah, look, you're not wrong. American chocolate is garbage. I mean, it is real bad. It's terrible. It's just that I didn't find this chocolate to be super good. Uh, but really ab- above and beyond, and thanks for giving us the opportunity to uh, to try all those Weird candies. Yeah, Marjan and I are exploring some ideas for a Southern American gift box. Yeah, I don't think hot chicken's going to make it back no, there. that's going to be a tough one. Although, that's you know, be... if it's done right, it's a dry rub. So you, you maybe, it could, you might be able to make it. I guess, uh, <laughs> do you know, like, when you buy something on Amazon and they're not going to bother to repackage it, there's a little note that says, uh, packaging will reveal the contents. Right. For when they leave it on your door. Uh, if you send them dry chicken, the packaging will reveal the contents just because it will become translucent. That's, in root. that's right. <laughs> You'll be able to look right through the box. Yep. You can say, oh, there's chicken in there. Weird. Yeah, so we're exploring something. We can hit them back with something. Since, obviously, if they hang out on the west coast of America, there's not going to be a lot that you can provide for Shannon and, and Barry that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't really hit, there's not a lot, uh, not a lot of hot new stuff going on here. Yeah. They're not going to be in town, so I couldn't take them to like the weird, uh, Taiwanese tea place that just opened or. Ooh, what makes it weird? Oh, it's just called real lemon and they use something called salted cheese as a base, what? which is kind of a salty dairy product. That's not particularly cheese like real, lemon. uh, Ben did not like it. Katie liked it. Uh, I had a lemon slushy that was kind of like Great America, but everything turned up to 10. And like a frozen lemonade. And is this in San Josie? Yep. Yeah, it's down at uh, San Jose Market Center on Coleman. Hmm. I don't see it anywhere. I want to find it. It's called Real Lemon. I know. I looked that up. I'll bing it. I'll bing it later. <laughs> Google doesn't get the job done sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> right, is it Happy I... Lemon? Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Happy Lemon. It's Happy Lemon. Okay, I found it. Real Lemon is the brand of lemon juice. <laughs> That's not true. As good. I typed in Real Lemon and first that came up, and I went, oh, it's weird they chose the same name as this lemon juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Happy Lemon is <laughs> okay. what it is. You're right. All right, I'm, I'm going to look into it, because then when I'm in the Bay Area, I want to try it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, next week. Yeah. It's a Star Trek week. Oh, it's about time. It's week 60. Yeah. 6-0. That's a lot. We're not doing an actor ranking, right? Didn't we agree to put that off a little longer? Please, God. Yeah, I think think we'll do the next one after uh, TOS wraps up. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, another 20 weeks from now. Uh, If you are watching along, even if you just want to get started, 
Yeah. Hey, why not start this week? We're watching. Is there in truth no beauty? It's a good question, at least. We're watching Deja Q. <laughs> it's not a good question, but it does got Corbin Burnson. <laughs> We're watching Destiny. Yep. Uh, for Voyager, we're watching Rise. Okay. For Enterprise, we're watching North Star. Matthew, it looked like he was wearing a cowboy hat in the yeah. thumbnail, and I co- I just couldn't. I couldn't, and next week we're watching Spectre of the Gun for TOS. Oh, like, we're going to go back to back? The one after that? We're, we're, we're doing two cowboy weeks? Uh, Can we move I, the wharf? Yeah. Too many datas? What's the name of that Fistful one? Fistful of datas. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should move that to next week. Can we just trade? do it next week? Just I put have, them all in the same. In the past, I have suggested a new way to do this, where we draw lots and the winner gets to choose an episode from each show to do, instead of doing them in the weekly order. <laughs> because, oh, man. Because some of these are really depressing when they come up. Yeah, but, but you know that would just mean that the last 20 weeks were the 20 episodes from every show that nobody wanted to watch. Yeah, and obviously that's when we would finally run out of juice on this project. <laughs> if we'd, you'd get like one week off, and then you get another week off really soon after, and Shit. then you'd get two weeks off, and then... <laughs> TNG, DS9, and Voyager are all Q episodes. That's right. <laughs> and last week we watched a TNG and a DS9 Locks on a Troy episode. Yep. All stacked at the end. Uh, I'm looking forward to these. You know why? Because you've already watched one? No, I'm not. It's a lie. I'm not looking forward to them. So Okay, it's good. Yep. Um, well, I, I, I'll I give you a little hint. I watched Is There In Truth No Beauty. Which one is it again? Uh, D- Diana Muldar oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. plays a new character yeah. who is escorting and hoping to eventually mind meld with, though she's human. Yeah. Uh, an alien who's so ugly that looking at him drives you mad. Yeah, the Medusan or whatever. Yes, I got it. Right. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, join us for that, everybody. Ben. Uh, and then if you're just saving these up for a long plane ride, you'll get to them eventually. Um, it was, it was fun, everyone. Bye. Having a little spot of oil squirted on me every time. <laughs> uh, you're right. I mean, they, you know, they... sorry, it's still funny. To think of it happening, to think of it happening maybe hundreds of times (laughs) is still funny.